Well, hello there. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Today is Monday, August 30th, 2021, and today we are going to begin the show with some words from Dan Miller and the rudder of the day. Are there times in between jobs wasted? Is our worth defined only by what we do? Now, before we move forward and continue reading from this book, The Rudder of the Day, I'd like to welcome you again to the show. This is episode number 183 of the All Around Growth Podcast, a show that is intended to provide insight and tools to building the lives and homesteads of our dreams. My name is Rob Kaiser, and I am your host. The first 60 minutes of each day will set the stage for what that day will hold. Be very careful about how you start your day. In those first few minutes, you are planting the seeds for your effectiveness, influence, health, and spiritual vitality for that day. If you get up late, grab a cup of coffee and a Twinkie, rush to work fighting the idiots in traffic, and drop down exhausted at your desk 10 minutes late, you have just set the tone for everything that will happen that day. Every task will seem like pressure and your best efforts will be steadily diluted. All right, greatly diluted rather. Let's continue. Do you know that in the Tibetan language there is no word for unemployment? That is a concept reserved for our Western culture where we have, quote, jobs. In traditional Tibetan society, people were mostly farmers, animal herders, or merchants. There was no concept of set hours of work or of having a job. Their work was often seasonal and during harvest season, they would work very hard. Then during the off season, they and the land would rest. That pattern of natural work and rest has been replaced in our culture with 24 seven accessibility to work. Cell phones ring in church, email arrives at 2 a.m. demanding a response, and faxes peel off pages of urgent business in family kitchens. We have created artificial environments with artificial work expectations. Quote, happiness is a butterfly, which when pursued is always just beyond your grasp, but which, if you will sit down quietly, may alight upon you. Close quote. Nathaniel Hawthorne, who lived from 1804 to 1864. We also attach a great deal of meaning to our jobs. Thus, if the job disappears, the immediate response can be that of diminished self-worth and clouded identity. A person without a job is assumed to be a life on hold. I have seen thousands of clients struggle with these inevitable transitions, hiding out to keep neighbors or friends from knowing the truth. If we have no identity apart from our jobs, we are truly vulnerable. Quote, a gem cannot be polished without friction, nor people perfected without trials. Close quote. It's a Chinese proverb. I guess that's why I look back and value being raised on a farm where the sun and rain often dictated the day's activities. I love the convenience of modern technology, but as with all advancements, there also comes the responsibility for maintaining personal life balance. 
Self-worth comes from meaningful time spent in reading a good book, in walking hand in hand with a spouse through a park, in teaching a child to ride a bike, or in volunteering for a Habitat for Humanity project. Quote, God respects me when I work, but he loves me when I sing. Rumi. I have always encouraged people to recognize times of being, quote, between opportunities, close quote, rather than the panic of being off track, on hold, or, quote, unemployed. Perhaps we should see those times as welcome times of restoration, rejuvenation, and opportunities for new perspective. Seeing it as such would certainly require a new word. Any ideas? Before we ask ourselves the question for today, we've got a quote from the Bible, from Matthew chapter 6, verse 31 and 33. So don't worry, saying, what will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear? But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. Again, Matthew chapter 6, verse 31. 33. And before we take off and hit the road, the question to give ourselves some direction for today is what are three things that give you a sense of worth outside of your job? What are three things that give you a sense of worth outside of your job? Isn't that a good question? Isn't that an interesting question? I say that's an interesting question because over the past few days, past week or so, I've spent a lot of time working on my questionnaire for my upcoming appointment with the Department of Functional Medicine at the Cleveland Clinic. One of the questions towards the end of the questionnaire, when it was diving into lifestyle choices, or habits rather, is what hobbies do I have? How do I spend my leisure time? And... I had to pause. I I don't know. This was also a question that was asked of me by my financial coach. I'm sorry, my health coach. She almost from the very time we started working together, she has continued to make suggestions that I find time, that I schedule time for myself. And I haven't been very consistent with doing that. The, the hobbies that I have are, well, spend time working my dog I guess but that's not really the question the three th- it, 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 it's in line with 
some things that have been on my mind. But again, the question that we ask ourselves to give ourselves direction for today, thoughts that we can reflect on to give direction for today. What are three things that give you a sense of worth outside of your job? For many of us, that's family. For others, it's community. And even for others, it's a selfish cause. But sometimes being selfish or self-centered is the most effective way to be focused on others. Almost like how they suggest when we fly that if there is a problem, we put our own oxygen masks on first before we help others with theirs. We can't, we can't take care of others unless we are doing a good job taking care of ourselves. And even then, if we try, sometimes that help is not well received because it's almost like taking advice or counsel from a fat doctor. One thing that I struggle with. This is also interesting because I, I went to a, a party yesterday, a birthday party for my niece. I had conversation with all sorts of people, people that I'd never met, people that I hadn't seen in years, and I noticed one of the things that people do when in a situation like this is we make small talk. And one of the most effective questions to get people talking about themselves is, which is part of small talk, is the question, well, what do you do? What do you do for a living? And I understand that. It's a big part of who we are. And... I used, I actually used to respond to this question with, what do I do? Uh, or I used to respond to the question of, well, what do you do? And I would be kind of smart-alecky and I would say, well, I, I do all number of things. I, this is when I had hobbies and a life outside of my job, which is something that seems like hasn't uh, hasn't hasn't really taken place for for ten years or so, longer perhaps. Well, what do you do? 
Well, I play the banjo. I, I'm a distance runner. I'm a backpacker. I'm this. I'm that. And I would follow up with a comment, but you're probably asking what I do for a living. And that's just one thing that I do with my time to generate income, but there's so much more that I do that defines who I am. And everyone would, or I'd say some variation of a statement like that, and I'd be met with strange looks and eye rolls as though they knew that there was more to that question but didn't want to answer it. Yet, when I responded like that, it wasn't giving them the answers that they sought. And this is why I am of the opinion that words are important. Words matter. We always heard as children, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And yeah, there's some truth to that. I, I, I get it. We have, to, we have to make things simple for children. Hell, we have to make things simple for ourselves. We're just big adult children, most of us. But what we say has an impact on people. And that's been the crux of the issue with many people and, 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 and many of the things that I take issues with in life is that a lot of what's being said is misrepresented or misunderstood and we base our arguments on this and compounded with the fact that we don't really have the open minds that we seek, or that we say we do, rather. It makes life pretty complex, and it adds layer after layer after layer of complexity to a life that really ought to be, and has the potential to be, somewhat simple. much like the simplicity of the people living in Tibet who don't have a word for unemployment in their language because the idea of having a job is this West, is this idea stemming from Western culture because now people are no longer mostly farmers, animal herders, or merchants working seasonally. However, what's interesting is I drive the final leg of my commute to the tree farm is I noticed now that 
on the 30th day of August that the days are getting shorter. The sunrise is later and later in the morning and the sunset is earlier and earlier in the evening. The nights grow longer. The weather's changing, the trees are starting to change. Real subtle, but you can see it. Trees like hawthorn are almost defoliated. Their berries are turning red. For more than 20 years, I've worked in the green industry in some way, shape, or form. And I feel like I've always had some sort of connectivity to the natural world. However, as I've gotten older and as I've gone through transitions in my own job and my own career, that's changed a little bit. And that is part of the reason why I look forward to homesteading and further growth and development of the homestead where I live and a life that is more conducive to that because there's something to be said about a natural life working hard during the season so that during the off season we, like the land, can rest. Well, all right, everybody. That is it for this episode of the show today. If you like what you hear, I would encourage you to share the episode with a friend or family member or on social media. In the show notes, there's a number of links for you to access various things, parts of the show, easily. If you want to participate in a group chat with other audience members and myself, you can join us on Telegram at t.me slash allaroundgrowth. But if that's not your thing and you just are on Telegram for updates from various people and shows that you like, there is also a broadcast channel for show updates only at t.me slash allaroundgrowthpodcast. For those of you who are Apple listeners, and it looks like the statistics are changing a little bit, but for those of you who are Apple listeners, there's a brief video in the show notes as well on how to leave a rating and review in the Apple Podcast app. Very much helps the algorithms and expose new people to the show that haven't otherwise heard it, and that's something else that can be done through sharing on social media or just sharing with a friend. All this sharing, the ratings and reviews, helps the algorithm and helps expose the show to new audience members. There's also links to all episodes in the show notes as well. And if you have any feedback for me, you can reach out to me via email at allaroundgrowth at gmail.com or you can uh, just join the Telegram group at t.me slash allaroundgrowth. That's the chat. 
that's where everybody is hanging out and that is an even better place to connect with us to connect with me and provide feedback on the show for with future topics or really chatter about just about anything so look forward to seeing you there and i hope that you have a great day today a great week for the rest of the week and that's it take care everyone this is rob kaiser and thank you